we're talking about um, arts and arts policy and, and I've been listening yeah and I, and I liked your style oh thank you thank you I don't want to ask you the same exact questions um, but uh, you know it's funny one, one thing that uh, occurs to me is my, my, my recent interest in uh, in lawyers and uh, and in attorneys no, no general lawyer jokes no 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 um, actually the opposite because uh, I wrote a song for the uh, Washington Post they asked me to to do a piece on uh, on uh, to, to study how art might tell a story uh, and they asked me to do it on uh, Anthony Scaramucci and I said I wasn't interested in that uh, I was actually interested in Rod Rosenstein instead so I wrote a Rod Rosenstein uh, a piece where I studied I've seen more footage of him, read more of his speeches, and learned more about his cases than his mom, probably. I really took a, a, a long, and came up with an, an incredible respect for attorneys general, and, uh, and for lawyers in general, and got the chance to meet uh, uh, Mr. Rosenstein recently, and uh, our joke was that uh, Art had to be his, uh, his defense attorney in this case because I, and, and he had my lyrics up on this wall, which I thought was really nice, and it was telling, a story through art about what uh, what lawyers and bureaucrats have to do, and how important that is when they can't speak for themselves all the time. You have to stick to the facts. You're not grandstanding. A lot of limitations, yeah. A lot of limitations. So I found it interesting that art was sort of coming to the defense because I spent a long time making making his case about rule of law, mm -hmm. and it's not something that I knew that much about. Um, did, um, and, and since I, it, it is you I'm talking to, and uh, Mr. Bullock, did you grow up with, a, um, uh, with any kind of what you would call uh, uh, arts education in your, within your, uh, uh, your, your education when you were a kid? I did some, you know, I, I don't want to age myself, but it was quite a while ago, and um, the arts education wasn't as well developed then as it is now, but, but I did in, 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 in grade school and high school. Um, certainly did have some, some opportunities to learn and, and appreciate uh, arts. Um, do, you, uh, do you see um, the statistics that show, and, and, and uh, Bob knows them better than I do, but I'm always alarmed to see that maybe we are more developed in our, 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 our uh, curriculum, uh, understanding of how to teach arts, but that access to it has gone down a little overall but if you are if you are below a, a certain poverty the poverty line or you live in the wrong area it's gone down a lot uh, uh, and uh, the, and and that's an important place for kids to be exposed to arts because we see the dropout rate is it's much improved if you have a little arts in in school what um, what do you see when it comes to arts education how how do we handle that going forward? How do we handle the problem where we know we have the, the data to show that if you're exposed to music and art, then you test better, you do better as a student, and yet we see it going down. Now recently, we see that the National Report Card where we study, we look at the studies of, of, uh, uh, of the effect of art in school, that's studied and reported on what, once every 10 years. It's a pretty big deal. That lets teachers, parents, citizens know the importance of it. 2019, it's gone. 
it's out of there. They don't want to know. Someone does not want to know for some reason, doesn't think it's worth the money to find out the effect of this. That seems like an appalling step to me. Uh, what do you think the, a, a president can do about leading the charge out of that, and how do they frame that argument? Yeah. Well, one of, the, one of the reasons that's happened, and there's a number, but one of the reasons that we've seen that trend is the underfunding of, of elementary and secondary education. Um, and and Governor, Governor, Governor Bullock uh, took some great effort to see that did not happen in Montana. Mm -hmm. That one of the, they're one of the few states where funding for, for elementary and secondary education went up. Because when it goes down, de-emphasizing the arts is one of the first things that happens. Right. And that's what he wanted to avoid and was able to avoid in Montana. So, I mean, he would, he would bring the same sort of perspective and, and values to Washington. Um, would, would both look at the funding and also, you know, be the, be the, be the advocate uh, for, for the arts, uh, and particularly for appreciating arts. And one of the great qualities is that, that he connects with people. Um, and when he's, if he were president and when he was out at schools, um, he would talk about the arts and he would connect with people and relate to people. So I think, I think that's some of the things that, that, that Steve would do. Um, have, you, have you seen um, uh, the governor stump at all uh, with arts as part of the, I mean, I ask that because I, I, I can see how difficult it is with all of the issues we have to deal with, with all the places money needs to go. I understand people's attention span for the arts is very little, but it's such a huge part of the economy and such a huge part of, of morale. I mean, look at what the... It's, it's part of our fabric, you know? It's, it's, yeah. How, 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 do, how do the candidates get, get that out there? I mean, I don't see that happening like on the debate stage, for instance, and yet if, if it was an industry, any under, I feel if it was any other industry that commanded, like in this state, $4 billion, uh, $4, $4 billion in the economy is generated by, by the arts. And uh, that seems pretty significant to me. It was a 2.3 GDP of, of, of Iowa. Yeah, yeah that's, that would seem significant enough to get it a little bit of time uh, out there to discuss now. Um, what, have, you, have you seen uh, uh, the, the, the governor speak on this? I, I've heard him talk about it at, at, at least on, on a few occasions, but you mentioned the debate stage. Yeah. Um, for better or for worse, the candidates do not control the, the, the topics of the debate stage, which is a whole other another story and, and, and source of, of some frustration. But um, you know, I'd be glad to talk to Steve and encourage him to, to talk more about it because you know, he really is committed to, to the arts. Well, it and, like and, and just yeah. a, a total appreciation of, of human beings. Like I say, he, he relates to people, he respects people, he respects the arts. Um, so this, this is something that, that comes pretty natural to him. Do you know what his uh, position is on the funding of the National uh, Endowment for the Arts? As it's about forty-seven cents right now per capita. Yeah. yeah. Per, per capita is you know every every per capita that's 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 what uh, people pay a yeah. year for. He supports substantial increase in, in yeah. appropriations along the lines I think that that you're recommending, and you know and, and his history is is strong on that. That in Montana where they've had you know challenging budget years, he's supported and brought about a steady increase in the appropriations for uh, the Montana Arts Council, for instance. Would love to put a bug in his ear about uh, the uh, uh, thinking creatively because, I mean, I just play piano, but it appeals to me. 
uh, as, as an artist, uh, a, a bit of national service that's, that's arts oriented. Mm -hmm. Seems like there's possibilities anywhere from uh, uh, kids helping out with their student debt by doing things that are, are uh, you know, it would be similar to um, uh, the, the, the Depression era, New Deal uh, uh, stuff in some ways. Um, would, love, would love to hear his ideas at some point uh, on that because that's not something that, you know, it's just sort of a, a, an embryo of an idea I think that a lot of us have that are like, we're artists and we're willing to go out and work and help really rebuild uh, some of the morale of the, of the country. Yeah, I, I talked to his campaign in the last few days and they're, they're very interested in that and interested Great. in talking to you all about, about ideas to it. And it's really important to me because I was a VISTA volunteer. Uh, I was uh, a legal services lawyer in, in Baltimore, Maryland and uh, right, after, right after my law school. Mm -hmm. And that was an incredible experience for me. Yeah. Um, we have about uh, another minute and um, I'd love well, this, this went fast. It went mean, really yeah. fast. You, yeah. guys, you guys made this pretty painless, you know. Like I say, I <laughs> yeah. like your style. But we have a minute for pain now. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, well, if there's any final uh, th thoughts representing the governor's positions that you wanted to add, that's great. And, and one thing I'll throw into the mix is that with, with you here in Iowa and him in Montana, um, the, the better servicing and funding of rural arts uh, mm -hmm. in America would be something I'd love to hear your thoughts yeah, on. Yeah, and let me, let me just take a, a few seconds of that to, to say why I, I support uh, Steve Bullock. Um, it's what I call the Bullock package. Uh, first of all, character and integrity. I've known him for 12 years. He has enormous character and incredible integrity. He will never, he always does the right thing even if there's pressure against him. He's an enormously able guy. He understands politics, government, people, how to get things done. He has terrific judgment. He's sort of where I am on the issues which I consider sort of mainstream liberal, mainstream progressive. He's not a moderate, he's not on, on the left end. And what caps it off for him is to connect with people. He connects with people better than anybody I've seen in Iowa running for president except uh, Barack Obama. Um, he respects people, he listens, he understands, he emphasizes, he relates to them. And that's why he's able to win in a Republican state like Montana, because he's out with public, the public knows that he under, understands them, and at least enough of them vote for him in a very difficult state. He could do very well in Iowa. I think he would be the strongest candidate at the top of our ticket in Iowa. And we need to score in Iowa, we need to do well, and we need that leadership at the top of the ticket. But most of all, these qualities, particularly his understanding of people, would make him a terrific president. So that's, that's why I'm supporting him. Um, I hope I didn't misuse the last minute there. You did not. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Hey, thank you. Thank you very much. Honored to meet you. Thanks for having me.